0: Hey man, I got my brother Etienne right here. You know what it do, baby? So crazy. What we know? How long we know each other now for?
1: We've known each other for five years. Five years? Five years, cause what? I just turned thirty, and we met when I was turning twenty-five.
0: You know what's so crazy? I looked at the picture when we was cooking chicken. We was cleaning the chicken. With grandy. You know, I was thinking about posting (laughs) that birthday picture, but I was like. Uh, I don't know, I think I'm gonna keep that one for us, you know.
1: Um, I appreciate that, but it's fine. You know, those are memories that we've we've shared, you know, those are very personal memories. You doing yoga? Yeah, hey, man. This was your first day teaching the class. First time teaching the class. How long
0: you been going to class for? Learning uh, yourself?
1: So I've been doing yoga for the last year and a half with Walk Good. Um, my cousin Amaste Marley Ray, she's licensed yoga instructor so I really learned I was really inspired by her teaching the class at Walk Good every Sunday Um, but then I realized I was like damn if I'm gonna hold space for so many people I was like I feel like I need to be certified myself so these last 12 weeks last 10 weeks I've been uh, in the middle of my yoga teacher training so now I'm about to finish got two more weeks i present my final and uh i will be yoga certified so you've been through a lot in your life such as i <laughs> but how did this help i you me? just go straight into you've been through a lot in your life no because you're
0: doing, lo- cause you're doing yoga right now yeah. and it's it's like i see you calm cool collective but I didn't meet this calm, cool collective guy. <laughs> I was pretty calm, cool, collective when nah, you met me five years nah, ago. You, I can see the difference, bro. Yeah. I can see the difference. And yeah. I'm, I'm quite sure you probably can see the difference in me. Oh definitely. <laughs> you know? And I think as nah, brothers Nah nah, you still the
1: same, no, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> I think
0: as brothers we definitely gotta check in on each other. I mean I didn't know you when you was living in Philly, but I can understand through the stories how wild it was. Give me give me you gotta give me a crazy story. All right, crazy story. Where should I begin? Um, you just got the. You just got to Philly. Mm. Going to college. You right. got all. You 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 fresh out of LA. It's yeah. a different experience. Well,
1: actually, so I just gotten out of college. No, I got out of high school. I was going to the school in Austin, Texas, called Houston Tillerson University. I was there for two years. Uh, I was. Really, I had a really uh, bad experience at my high school, and my mom said, You're not gonna spend your senior year here in Los Angeles because you're just doing too much, you're wilding out. Um, I need you to get your shit together, for lack of a better word. And uh, my mom sent me to Austin, Texas, if I were to get a 3.0 or above, I was able to stay another semester and then figure out if I wanted to stay there another year. I got a 3.0, stayed in Austin for another year, and I was, hold on, pause, because this is Coco and she's about to take off. It's my sister. Coco MoCo. Coco MoCo. No, I was just making sure that you're good. You about to take off? I'm um, Okay. Say hi to Rashad. We're recording the podcast right now. Oh, his podcast? Yeah, he's shooting his podcast right now. So you're in the middle of it. You're in the middle okay, of it, Coco. All right. Love you. History. Love you, back. Right. Be safe. Um. So, I left Austin, Texas to go to Drexel University and study film and theater. While I was in Austin, that was like where I like learned, you know, really to be an entrepreneur, how to be a film how to be a, a freelance filmmaker, if you will. I spent a lot of my time shooting uh, some of your favorite rappers from Kendrick, J. Cole, Wale, Wiz Khalifa, Currency, Mac Miller, Big Sean. Um, and that really opened up my eyes to like what the future of hip hop was gonna be. That was like the first time, that was like when YouTube was just starting to bubble up and vlogs were becoming a thing and recap videos of all your favorite events were starting to, you know, pop off. And after a year of doing that, I left, transferred, went to Drexel University and just solely studied on the art, the history of film and TV. And while I was there, I just felt like my partying characteristics were just catching up to me, and I was just partying to the excess, drinking, smoking, having too much fun, not enough schoolwork. And in the midst of me partying and not focusing on my schoolwork, and drinking, yeah, and drinking, uh, it 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 brought me to a path that I'm not proud of, but uh, it's a part of my story and a part of my journey. So, um, you know, in my junior year of college, no, my sophomore year of college, I had a DUI. drove my car into a tree, car flipped over, caused me to have a brain injury. I had microscopic hemorrhaging in my brain. So that means I was bleeding on my brain. And it caused me to have like these really bad manic episodes. And nobody could tell like what was going on. Everybody thought I was on drugs. I wasn't on drugs. But I was showing the effects of like Mm. what drugs were. You know, Molly was becoming a thing Mm. and people thought I was on Molly. It wasn't. I just had a bad brain injury. Mm. And it caused me to lose to yourself a little bit. Yeah, and um, went to the psych ward. Uh, you know, a lot of we talk about mental health mm. a lot, but I really know what mental health looks like, or lack of mental mm. health looks like. Wow, um, having gone through that situation. And that that like
0: changed your decision making skills to today. You don't. Drink Hell at no, all. that
1: didn't change my decision making skills. Oh, okay. It it definitely was the inspiration. Like that was like the first wake up call but I fell back asleep. <laughs> you <up> to sleep? <laughs> and then
0: how many years later did you 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 leave in the liquor store or you leaving the club or which which, which, which which was leaving when you got shot?
1: Well, um it's a year later too? So years? no, so it, it all happened within a year. Uh. So the DUI happened December 13th, 2012. And then I got shot November 13th. Uh, November 9th, 2013. Uh, and that was within 11 months. Mm. Uh, so I had the DUI and then 11 months later, went to a party with some friends, got drunk. Last thing I remember was taking a shot of Fireball. Then I woke up in the hospital and they told me that I got shot twice in my leg with a great bullet above my eyebrow. Mm. Do you feel
0: like, I know my life, everything happened within a year. Like my whole, all thing. the bad shit. Yeah, all the bad <laughs> shit. All the most craziest <laughs> things happened with, I would say within the within the two years, cause I got charged when I was seventeen, and then charged with what?
1: Yeah, what was it? I oh, was the uh, was the stealing the car. What'd you do? No, this was no, this
0: was the <laughs> counterfeiting thing. Oh, okay, was,
1: I had a okay. hundred, I had a hundred dollar bills,
0: bunch of them going around passing. You know.
1: You know I did that shit too. You did. Too? <laughs> 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 I was yeah. stupid. I was thinking about that the <laughs> other day. My boy used to print out these fake hundred dollar bills, it was fake as ever. I tried using it at a damn In n Out. Motherfucker, at this shit was like. We want to give you a real twenty.
0: No, we were washing five hundred. I mean five dollar bills. And printing over him, so it's the real bill. Oh, that's smart. So whenever, you, whenever you put, whenever you put the pin on it, you know when you give it to the lady or the guy, it come back. It's clear, you know, because it's a real bill, right. you know. But how'd you get caught? Um, so if I think I did, I'm glad I got caught, you know, because I would have kept going. Mm-hmm. But every Walmart is linked to each other. I was in Pennsylvania and I will go to all the major Walmarts, all the major high-end high-end, whatever, you know, and just spend the money and get real money back, mm-hmm. right? So I just keep going to get iPads and high-end stuff. They're paying attention to me, you know, in every store because their cameras are all linked to each other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to go into detail, mm-hmm. but the Secret Service came in after that, after two two days. Of Secret Napoleon. Service
1: is the FBI? Secret Service is the people who secured the president. Secret Service came in. Trucks, uh, black, um,
0: US uh, SUVs, Tahoes, Suburbans outside. <laughs> what? Um, plain clothes. It wasn't the FBI, was it? It was the Secret Service. They came in plain clothes, came, said, hey, man, um, I was on the phone. And he just walked up to me and said, Put your hands behind your back. You have the right room to remain silent. I just looked behind me. I'm like, this is a regular dude, but he's white. And he blue-eyed, and he's just looking at me like, look, if you decide to go anywhere, every, the whole building is surrounded. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I, I just put my hands behind my back and just started walking. I hung up the phone and said, hey, I'm going to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even explain what was going on. I said, hey, I'm going to call you back. And I just walked out, and got That's in the trucks, works. and drove off.
1: Mm-mm. This is the same year you had a child.
0: This is the same year. No, this is the same year, before, right before her. Mm-hmm. I got. I went to jail. Um, I was going crazy. Right after that, I ran away from the police because I had ran temp away from tags. The police? Yeah, I, uh, I got out of jail. Then I had. Then I got temp tags on my car. Uh-huh. I kept getting temp tags. Uh-huh. Until the VIN number was off one time on the on the uh, tag, uh-huh. got pulled over, um, once got locked up. This is after this is after I got released from the Secret Service, uh-huh. so this is why in the same year just doing the most dumbest shit. You know, I'm literally got a case on my back, and not just not even acknowledging it, thinking I'm the most powerful. Like, human like, yeah, nothing. how old, Can you, I, how old are me? you? Seventeen. Oh my God! Yeah, seventeen. So, so what? So I go and um, I go, bro, <laughs> and the next I get I get a, I get arrest, arrested, and then the day after, like no two or three days after, I get my car out. I had enough money. I get my car out, and I'm I'm, I'm out on bail, and I go put some more temp tags on my car. Did, like three days later, bro, and got and you didn't and, give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. Man, police came behind me. That's what I did. What? Floored it. I'm in a suburban. I'm in a big-ass suburban. I remember you telling me the story. Jeez. Going crazy. Running for like an hour, yo. Like, so you fled helicopters. You fled the cops. Helicopters, dogs, all types of stuff going on, yo. They caught me after an hour later. It's crazy. What? <laughs> anyway, back to you, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> yo, so you get grazed. <laughs> You get out. I
1: didn't get grazed, nigga. I got shot. I mean,
0: I you yeah. let me finish. All right, let me get finished. grazed. Get right, grazed. Continue, continue. All right. Get shot. Mm-hmm. You out. Now I know you to be the man that never drinks, ever.
1: Yeah, don't drink. No
0: drugs. No, no nothing. You in Hollywood? You know, you had some experience on the show. What show? Baldwin. Oh, Baldwin. Oh, um, cool. And how are you coping with all your friends? Like, how are you building this community of, nah, I'm good, and everybody else around you is still... How do you keep that discipline?
1: I feel like if they're really your friends, people don't hold you accountable. You know, if, if you let your friends know what your boundaries are...
0: Well, first of all, what's the story you told yourself before you did that, though? You know? Like, like how do you stick to this thing? You doing this by yourself,
1: you get what i well, to say? Well, I think I, I developed, like, a phobia, where I thought, if I were to smoke or drink, some bad shit is going to happen. you know mm. I was just I was tired of some some shit going down because I was inebriated. I was tired of like calling my mom and well, no shit, I didn't even call my mom. I called my sister. Anytime something bad happened, I to DY just to get shot. Call my sister because I didn't, I wasn't strong enough to tell my mom that I had gotten a DUI. Mm. I wasn't strong enough to tell my mom that I had gotten shot. I also didn't have a story. Like, I didn't know what happened, mm. you know. So my sister has always been the first person to know because I always felt like she's someone who I could trust. She won't tell my mom, but she'd always tell my mom. <laughs> i said, Coco, don't tell mommy I got shot. She goes tell mommy. Say, Coco, don't tell mommy I had DUI. She goes, tell mommy I had DUI. Wow. That's what she was supposed to do. So, with this experience, how important
0: is truth to you? You're an actor. (laughs) You are. What? What? Why are you laughing? I'm laughing
1: because we took acting class together. So, it's (laughs) like. (laughs)
0: well i'm I'm asking this because a lot of people you 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 kind of got brought up into the industry you know kinda i did you did mm-hmm. and you can tell the people who's trying to get you to believe something rather than the people who's actually doing it you know mm-hmm. so did you ever have to um fake it till you make it
1: you know no Nah, I feel like in every situation, I've been myself. I've always been very genuine with my heart, my beliefs, my thoughts, my choices. Um, I think at a younger age, you know, you put on a front, like you try and play too cool for school, like your shit don't stink. I definitely felt that way when I was on TV, when I did my Super Sweet 16, mm. when I did Baldwin Hills. I felt like I was untouchable. I was on TV. I was getting all the girls. I was popular. You know, I was on MTV and BET within two years. like I felt like I was a the man. But then I also felt like I was running away from something. I felt like I was somebody that I wasn't. And again, it caused me to not focus on my schoolwork. You know, I probably wouldn't have gotten into college had I not left and gone to Texas. Um, Cause I just wasn't focused. Mm. You know, one word that always uh, replays in my mind when I think about what all my teachers said is, Etienne has so much potential. Potential this, potential that. I was tired of hearing that word potential we all have potential to be better than we were before. I just don't think I really actualized my potential. I like Mm. saw my potential at that age. And, you know, I think I was running away from my potential Mm. through drugs and alcohol, you know. I, I wasn't able to look within myself. I wasn't able to look at who Etienne was at that time. And say, yo, you got to get your shit together. Mm. My mind, my judgment was cloudy. I didn't have the introspective that I have now today as a yogi, as a creative, as a filmmaker. But it took all those experiences for me to get to the point that I am at today. So when you ask me how do I surround myself with good company that respect my boundaries, it's because they know... What I've been through in my past They see who I, who I was And they now know What I've become And I think they want to keep me In this light and So they respect my boundaries They let me know that They let me know when I'm fucking up mm. They hold me accountable And they love me And I think That's what keeps me grounded The fact that I have a lot of love around me that I exude love. Mm. I get that love back. Um, and then I'm, and, and to, your, to your question about truth, I feel like lies, lies suck because you have to remember those lies. Yeah. <laughs> mm. When you're truthful with yourself and with others, it's like you're free. It's like, you're all right, I already told the truth. You know, it might have hurt, it might have sucked, but here's who I am, you know, and once you say who you are, nobody can say shit after that. When you lie, people gonna remember those lies, and you have to remember those lies, and when you trip up and you don't remember that lie, people gonna be like, hold up, that's not what you said. That's not who you really are.
0: All right. So look, right? Mm-hmm the lies right Mm -hmm. we went to
1: Black Panther (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was (laughs) world premiere right, y'all this this is my favorite Hollywood story yes we was faking it (laughs) we was not telling the truth but I think it makes for a great Hollywood story um but it's our truth. It's become our truth. It's become the truth. But <laughs> but what do we do? What, what was the? You you're a better storyteller than I am. All right, all right. So the year is two thousand and sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. I want to make sure. I'm
0: never. I'm never. I'm not the. I'm not the date person. When
1: did Black Panther come out? We didn't take no pictures that day or nothing. Yeah, I took pictures that day. You didn't take no pictures that day. When did Black Panther come out, Siri? All right, Siri's helping me. Ah, 2018. Wow, 2018? All right, cool. All right, so. It is the year 2018. And there's a bunch of hype (laughs) around the movie The Black Panther starring Chadwick Boseman, Michael B Jordan, directed by Ryan Coogler. We all knew that this was going to be an amazing film. It was the first No, it wasn't the first, but it was the first big blockbuster. No, it's not the first big blockbuster, Marvel blockbuster because Blade was the first big Marvel blockbuster. Blade is what kept Marvel alive. Um it was the first hero not an anti-hero the first hero in the marvel universe and it was a highly anticipated film like you remember everybody was talking about this Mm -hmm. yeah i do i knew that it was going to be a revolutionary film and nothing was going to stop me to go to the world to go (laughs) except Nothing Isn't, was gonna stop me. Cause you wasn't you you was. Come you, on, let me tell the story. Okay, you want sorry. you want me to say so, a story? You want me to okay. say a story? Okay, okay. So, Black Panther premiere is coming within a week, and I'm thinking to myself, yo, how am I gonna get in? At the time, I was working for this organization, Afca, and I thought that was gonna be my end. So I hit up, you know, my 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 boss at the time, I'm like, yeah, how can we get this and get into this premiere? He had his ticket. But he was trying, he's making me think that he was going to be mm-hmm. able to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Didn't get a ticket. So I called my friends over at Disney. I said, Yo, let me get a ticket. And he's like, Man, I'm going to be at the theater across the street because they had two theaters that were playing at the same time. It was at the El Capitan and at the Kodak Theater. Oh, I
0: didn't know
1: that. So all the executives, the Disney executives, they were watching at the El Capitan. And then the other people, the main people, what was that? What was that? were at the Kodak Theater. Mm. So, I was like, man, bump that. We're going to Kodak Theater. All right, all right. <laughs> so, I remember telling you the week before, I was like, yo, let's go to the Black Panther premiere. Let's figure it out. And you're like, yeah, man, I got a guy who might be able to get <laughs> us in. Uh, be a li- I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I hadn't heard from you that whole entire week, Rashad. <laughs> I hadn't heard from you. I was like, all right, well, I guess we're not going. But then you called me. I was at the gym. I was on the treadmill. He was like, yo, bro, we just going to figure it out. That's what Rashad always does. We're going to figure it out. I was like, all right, bro. And then my mom, she started pressing the issues. She said, yeah, just go. Mm. Just go. She's like, you already have the car. Rashad at the time had this big black SUV, uh, Suburban. And he was like, yo, let's just go. I was like, all right, bro, let's just figure it out. So we drive up to Hollywood, Hollywood and La Brea, expecting that the whole road is gonna be blocked off. Lo and behold, there's a parking spot right there in the middle of Hollywood, right across the street from the Kodak Theater. No security, no nothing. Park the car, hop out, and see this long line down the red carpet, long ass line. Lo and behold, we just say, you know, we going to figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the thing. That was the that was the theme for the night. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. You feel me? Let's see this long, purple, red carpet. All these big music execs, movie execs, actors. Hold for playing. No, keep going. You want to okay. keep going? All right. Okay. You like the sound? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, and I remember... We cut the whole entire line. Security was like, "Yo, what, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing?" I said, "Yo, yeah, we're just trying to get to the front. We're just we're trying to meet up with uh with our boss." <laughs> <laughs> with our we, were, we were making it seem as if though we were assistants to, um, to some movie exec. Some shit. So we get to the front of the line. We see it's like different lines for different names. Go to the A through E line. we say, saying, you I'm the assistant so-and-so, friend of so-and-so, we ain't got no tickets. We go to E to the H line. <laughs> yeah, I'm assistant so-and-so, friend of so-and-so, no tickets. We go to the H all the way to Z, we ain't got no tickets. So now we're just sitting at the entrance like some sitting ducks seeing Issa Ray was a good friend of mine can I
0: inter? can I interject real quick that was the first time that my skills of getting in somewhere went corporate <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't I could at that in that position you can't go you, you only can say but so many names
1: uh-huh. you know
0: you can't <laughs> go in you can't you, you you only you only have a small window to talk until they get it because it wasn't a lot of people in there like that It wasn't like the like the um, like a concert where you got you know when beyonce performed you got everybody who's who coming in you don't know who's who you know what I mean you this little space in this tent mm-hmm. is only allotted for the guests and the cast mm-hmm. that's all we had
1: yeah it sucked
0: <laughs> <It's presumed. laughs>
1: now so at this point Kinda just gave up. I was like, man, we ain't getting into this damn premiere. I'm seeing all these, all my celebrity friends go in, do the red carpet, walk right past me. I'm like, alright, I'm, I'm gonna see you inside. I'm like, yeah, I see you inside. I see you at the party. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll see, you, I'll see you, peace. <laughs> so now we're just sitting over by the barricades. I'm watching all my friends take photos on the purple carpet. And I'm like, alright, I'm just uh. Rashad, uh, let's uh, let's go home. Rashad? Rashad, where are you? I look around, Rashad is gone. I look at my phone. I see Rashad's calling. I say, Rashad. Yo. Yo, Rashad, where you at? Look up. (laughs) Go straight right now. So Rashad, what the fuck are you talking about? Go right now. <laughs> Yo, I look over where Rashad is at. Rashad is past security. And security is tending to this woman who fell right in front of the entrance. He's, go, 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 go. <laughs> Yo, I walk right past security. Nobody looked at our badge. We didn't have any badges. <laughs> but nobody looked at us. We just kept on walking. Then Rashad's ass, your ass going to want to fucking take photos of the purple carpet. I said, no, we do not have time to take photos of the purple carpet. That's going to be a sure sign that we We do not have our tickets Mm -hmm. because we're going to ask for it. So we keep on walking. The woman says, all right, you're going to look up. You're going to give them your phone. You're going to lock your phone. I was like, all right, fine. My dumbass gave them my phone. They locked my phone. Rashad was smart. He tucked his phone inside and said he didn't have a phone. Now it's like ten minutes before showtime. We finally get towards the entrance. They lock my phone. Then the ushers are like, "Yeah, would you would you like us to help you? Would you like us to help you get to your seat?" Shad like, "No, no, no, no. We got it. We got it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it." <laughs> 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 no, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. we got it, we got it. Thank you, appreciate
1: <laughs> it. Uh, we enter inside the Kodak Theater. Now it's everybody. It's who's who. Like, whoever was in Hollywood or was popping at that time was in there. Donald Glover, Issa Israel, Wade, the whole cast of the Lion King. And we're like, all right, where do we go? Where do we sit? Because we don't want to sit in nobody else's seat. So our dumbasses go all the way to the front. Man, we sitting there. We cool. We chilling. Nobody's bothering us. Wrong. We done took the seats of some, some, some orphan kids <laughs> <laughs> that were donated by like the mm-hmm. Red Cross or some shit. We see these kids. They looking at us and they're like confused. Like Are these our seats.
0: Oh man, man, come on, you can have this, <laughs> you can have this, come on, you, come on, you know. One, you got it, you got one it. One might not have had the... no hair.
1: Oh my God. So not, I'm not going to go in, I'm not going to go in.
0: But it was, it, was cra- it was a crazy situation.
1: Man, so we get up off the seat and we go back towards the back of the theater. And then we just started seeing people that we knew. Uh, if I remember correctly, you saw like DeAndre Jordan, mm-hmm. who was playing for the Clippers at the time, y'all just going to Houston to give back some, do some like hurricane relief efforts. Yeah. And, Hurricane Harvey Yeah, Hurricane Harvey And I started seeing some of my friends And now it's about to The show's it's about to start And I see my boy Denzel Whitaker Who's sitting next to Jill Scott Out of all people And we start chopping it up And he tells me that he's in the movie Now I'm looking looking around again I'm, Rashad is nowhere to be found mm. Where did you go? Uh, I went to the back To have a seat I was like Where is he? Because I was, I was I lost I was like Cause now I don't know What seats are available So I'm t- chopping it up With Denzel And Denzel Just come by himself I was like bro Are you in this movie And you just came to this, To the premiere by yourself Nah man We We gonna kick it And so On the right side Of the theater there's like A bunch of empty seats So he and I Just sat in the seat And I really got to see Like The glimmer And the shine In his eye he Was looking at himself On the movie mm. In the movie and He has a scene With uh With um What's his name from This Is Us? What's homeboy's name? I I forgot his name. Oh, my God. I got to pull up my phone. It's the tip of my freaking tongue. This Is Us. What's his name? Yo, black guy on This Is Us. Sterling K. Brown. Sterling. Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. He's in the scene with Sterling K. Brown. I just remember seeing Denzel, like, just look at himself and be like, yo, that's, that's me. I'm in Black Panther. I'm in the Black Panther film. And that was just really, really inspiring to see a friend of mine in one of the biggest films of that year, probably of that decade, really, right. for black movies. Right. Um, just seeing like how, how happy he was to be a part of history. And that was what I remember most about that night. Not just sneaking in, but see, remember receiving that inspiration. Um, just having that experience with him really, really made my night.
0: Man, I'm from Baltimore, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't grow up in the entertainment industry, nor did I see that many powerful people in one room. <laughs> Do you understand my heart? I was having anxiety. <laughs> Everything was going crazy. Like, I was lo- trying to... P- I don't even remember the film that much <laughs> as much as I remember watching it home. Like, because I couldn't sit still. My eyes were just wandering, just looking mm. at everybody. I'm not even about to list names, but it was just everywhere. Like, you just walk up and go to the bathroom and and, and take a piss, and you like... <laughs> Oh shit. It was probably
1: there's probably a couple billion dollars in that room.
0: Couple couple billion dollars couple billion. in that room. Couple billion. I'm so mad that the fact that I didn't take advantage of nothing. <laughs> I just was just looking. <laughs> nah, but like what did you I couldn't wh- even talk, Etienne. But what did you get out of that night? I got I got um that I am I'm ordained to be here. Mm-hmm. Honestly. That's what I got.
1: You know what I got? What? We're gonna figure it out.
0: <laughs> nah, man. I, no, I had a profound moment. Mm. It was a profound moment. You don't get in the. Ho- you don't do this on Hollywood Boulevard.
1: Mm. On Hollywood Boulevard.
0: On one of the biggest nights. Yeah. History. History. With my boy.
1: Yeah. That you met at acting class. That I met at acting class. <laughs>
0: And we, and, and it's crazy because in my mind I go, I used to think we were a lot, we were we were uh, far apart in the spectrum of like work and life and whatever. But to me that situation brung two people together and we did something and it, I went like, oh, that is my friend. Like that is somebody I can like really enjoy the space with. He's not going to play me when we get into this space. It's all about like real friendship, you know, that's what it was for me. You know, even though we disconnected, you know, (laughs) yeah, bro,
1: fucking lost me both times. But afterwards,
0: (laughs) but afterwards, it was like I had to decompress from it. I've never Mm. been around that many, like, I've never seen my future, Mm. I've never seen it, Mm. and I've seen what it could be. I've been to, I've been to a war, I've been to, uh, you know, uh, music shows and stuff like that, but who doesn't go to a concert? Everybody can you can buy a ticket. And go but who to a goes
1: to a world? Who, who sneaks into a world, a world premiere? of a blockbuster film. Which <laughs> we
0: can possibly, and we are going to do in our, in our life. You know, and we get to see. We seen. I, I call it reverse engineering on your career. Mm. Like you get to see what you can do, and then you get to work, and then get that thing. You know, got to yeah. do the work.
1: Got to do the work. After party, but. But, but talking but, about um, doing the work You know We had not done the work To get in that space To get invited into that space right. right But because we believe We need to be there Well I have done the work God At that time We did not S- do the work Say nah, I get At you. that time We did not do the work I think now We're getting to the point Where we're doing the work And we're getting invited To, to places and
0: When I say I gotta clarify When yeah. I say I did the work I felt like this was I'm um, this was equivalent equivalent to a bank robbery to me. <laughs> I have r I have robbed several banks before then. <laughs> and this was the ultimate grand Slam. This <laughs> in the I last have, level. This was this was the last level. And I think that's the last time I ever did that, to be mm-hmm. honest with you.
1: Yeah, it's definitely the last time I ever did that. Yeah. Definitely the last time I ever so did that. So we didn't that. do the work? Yeah, we we uh we didn't do the work. But I feel like that was an experience that showed us what our life could be, you know. And I think we needed to have that moment and have that experience, that so that we can tell our kids about those mm-hmm. moments, you know. I really wish we documented. That I do whole too, but we didn't believe. We did, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. We we didn't believe we didn't. all the way up until the. I end think of we the night were just so over. focused on actually trying to, to get in. Right, 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 right. You know, that right. like all that extra shit. I think would have we'd have lost the. The special yeah. the, the special moment out of it You know um,
0: So So you You're watching the movie with him mm-hmm. So
1: watch the movie with him Afterwards Is the, the let out Is the after party Yo So they let them So we come out we're in the lobby And I go with my boy Denzel He's you know Mixing and mingling with like The, the guy who played the, uh, T'Challa's dad mm-hmm. uh, And he, we walking. I'm talking with him about like South Africa. He's from South Africa. And then we get to the Roosevelt Hotel. The Roosevelt Hotel's like stacked with security, and everybody's showing the after after party ticket, and they going in. Showing the after party ticket, going in. They checking each and after everybody's after party ticket. Now my boy Denzel, he didn't have an after party ticket, but he was in the film, mm. and they wasn't checking for him. So I follow suit. Shit, Denzel <laughs> in the movie. I'm in the movie too. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so we go in. The security's like, "Hey, hey, you, you don't have a ticket. You have a ticket." I kept walking. I said, Pfft.
0: Let me tell y'all, <laughs> Etienne got gangster. That's the first time I realized he. You dropped your balls on that one, man. You, like, I was like, oh shit, we are alike. Like, but I'm gonna let you have this one, bro. Like, you know, I usually go in, but you were like, if you touch me, like, I belong, I was in this film, if you touch me, we're gonna have a problem. And the nigga was just like, yeah, yeah. then he turned to me, and I was like, yeah, uh, what he said. You know, and then it just didn't work. And if I felt like if I would have pushed that situation a little further, it would have kicked came, both of us it, out. Yeah, it would have it, would've, it would have did that. So, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know,
0: the cool thing is, what's her name came out? Um,
1: Issa. Issa Ray came out. And She gave you her tickets, her yeah. after party tickets. I remember. Yeah. But I was staying in there. Nobody was going to tell me shit. I said, yo. Yeah, I was calling this nigga. And nobody was
0: going to tell him shit. <laughs> he was not coming out, nigga. You talk about all the times that I left you and I called you back, nigga you left I and mean, you went in and it was a wrap i, I think I, I think i was ready to go and it was like no no <laughs> so i was outside nah, bro it, it was
1: it was bro i was there was everybody in there because that now i was in a space where i was like all right here this is where i belong mm. i know everybody in this space nobody's gonna kick me out and when the security guard put his hand on my shoulder. I said, yo, you better get your hand off me. (laughs) I said, yo, I'm in this film. You're not going to ruin the best night of my life. Oh, my God, I remember (laughs) that line, bro.
0: I remember the I, Yo, that is probably what made me turn around. I I seen that shit, yo. I was like,
1: oh, this nigga is like me. (laughs) I said, you're not going to ruin the best night of my life? Why? Because you think I don't have a ticket? I don't need no fucking ticket. I like, you need to go over there and talk to your security. It's not leaving here. I yo <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> he walked out. Nobody talked to me for the rest of the night. Nobody talked to me for the rest of the night. And yeah, and that was that was our night at the Black Panther premiere.
0: So fast forward, you didn't build the upward community of thousands of, of people in this black film. Um, what did you do on um, Clubhouse?
1: Yeah, so on Clubhouse, I, I started this club, Filming While Black. And we amassed, what, 46,000 people onto the app, uh, joined our club. And we were just having conversations about film, black film. And host, people just joining a room and, and, just get, the rooms, and just getting connected. Yeah, and just start talking about this film. And then I took it up a, a level and let's go
0: let's go back though because mm. you had a purpose you had while you was conceptualizing doing it because there was a lot of capping going on there uh-huh. at first so how did you create a real um, a real community number one and what made you go I'm gonna do this because this is the first thing this is the first time that I've seen that you are into something as we would say absorbed <laughs> <laughs> you know this was the first time I seen you actually care about something and go crazy
1: with it. Cuz it was fun. I think whenever something gives me like a really good feeling, I like to follow that feeling. And with Clubhouse it was a new app. It was invite only. I was in rooms with really dope people. I was in rooms with 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 CEOs and founders. Have you ever of... met them outside of this or not? Nah. Just I've in met the... some of these people. Mm-hmm. Like I was meeting some like really, really dope, genuine people who were really doing dope things in this world. Mm-hmm. This is in the pandemic, so people weren't you know, they weren't outside the way we're outside now. Right. You know, people were just in their house, just always on this app. And like I was making friends. It was weird. It was like I never met none of these people a day in my life, but I could just feel the energy and feel their vibe mm. and I was like, yo, this is this is, this is a thing. But anytime I I attach myself to something that I know is about to pop off, I always trying to I try to add purpose to it. Uh try and make it something bigger than myself. And I'm like, All right, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a curator, I'm an activist. Let me you know try and build some type of community on here and you know at the time there wasn't a community that was focused on black films and entertainment and that's when i thought of the name filming while black i was on the phone with tristan MacWild I, I call him tristan because his mama name him tristan i'm calling tristan he goes by mac wilds he's mm-hmm. my god brother <laughs> i talked to him about everything so i was like yo what do you think about filming while black and like, yo, go with it. And I made the design. And I was like, All right, this is gonna be on club. It was just like, you know, when <laughs> you're in elementary school, you make clubs. I felt like a kid again making a club. And then um filming while black was born and then I followed all my close friends who were in the entertainment industry. And then I hosted like these weekly rooms, you know, talking about favorite black films. And had some hosts Tristan was one of my hosts. I had another friend who was an executive be one of my hosts. And started to build from there. More people started to see what we were doing. And I started to host, like, reunion rooms. So I did the reunion for the New Jack City uh, with my boy, Wilson Morales. Um, Did uh, the Five Heartbeats, you know, because this is around the time when it's, like, people celebrate the 25th no people they're celebrating the 30th anniversary of some of these films
0: that's so pretty that's pretty cool you
1: tapped into like even know in culture like that yeah yeah I mean it's all because of the help of people and just like noticing I started just looking up like you know like what were the, some important black films in 1991 you started this
0: research while you were doing this yeah well, it you already walk it. knew
1: no I was already I was doing walk it already okay so Starting Filming While Black was something that I started on top of Walk Good.
0: Okay, so Walk Good was first. Walk Good was first. And Walk Good is
1: Yeah, so uh, so yeah, so once I finished Filming While Black well I didn't even finish it. It's Film While Black is always gonna be there. I have my community there. When I go back I'll do some rooms. But my focus, my passion is Walk Good LA. Walk Good, we are a fan. There you go, rocking the shirt. Walk Good LA is a family that brings people together from all walks of life to fight for racial equity through the arts, health, and wellness. Started Walk Good uh, a year and a half ago after the killing of Ahmaud Aubrey, being really, really upset and distraught about seeing this black man who looked like me jogging in his neighborhood killed just for being black. Uh, by some white supremacists just really ruined me. And um started protesting. Started a protest run right here at this very park, right here at LA High Memorial Park where we're sitting right now. And uh had like 300, 400 people come out to the first protest. And again, you know, I go with that energy I go and This is the first right. time you
0: did anything
1: like this? Yeah, that no, was the first time I organized. It was the first time I organized a protest. And um, it wasn't just any protest. Not we, we didn't march. We ran in this neighborhood. Three hundred people. Three hundred people just about. Running. Wouldn't you say that you were yeah. there? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying
0: to be the eyes looking in right now. Yeah, but you the were there. Out. You saw right.
1: it. But you know, what, actually, you know, I, was, I
0: was the medic. <laughs> I was the medic. I was riding around in the car, making sure everybody was cool. Uh huh. Driving
1: around the SUV. <laughs> you were, you were Secret Service. <laughs> 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 um. And I, it was tight because I was like, wow, like people really showing up, people really coming together. Um, but I get—I went with my instinct and was to keep going. And Marley, she just got let go from a yoga studio. She started leading these stretches before we did the run, before we started the protest. And I was like, mm, boom, we're going to teach yoga in the park. This is what we need.
0: Mm, so that's what, how they, okay.
1: Yeah, once, once everybody started stretching, I was like, all right, we could do yoga here every week. And so I wasn't doing yoga, but I knew Marley was good at it and she was a great teacher. And I was like, yo, Marley, why don't you just start teaching yoga here? She's like, we are so aligned. I was thinking we should do something like that. And I was like, all right, so let's do it. So that next week, the day after Juneteenth, June 20th, we started Breathe Good. So we started on that side of the park right over there. Had like 25 people, 25 people turned 50, 50 people turned 100, 100 people turned 200. And we started taking over the whole entire park every Sunday the people when word was getting around LA like yo there's black people in the park doing yoga and we just had the whole city unlocked. and that's how we were able to build our community you know mm-hmm. out of protests out of out of anger out of fear for our lives came out this beautiful uh, plant this beautiful flower that we call walk Good, you man, know. and i want to say i'm so proud of you with that Thank my you, guy
0: man. because uh you able to you started in this park and then hundreds of people. And I remember over there where you had a line set up and people were like clapping when they coming in. That was like, That is dope. Took it to New York.
1: I think you took it to DC yeah, too. We went to DC. We went to DC, we went, yeah. went to went to Martha's Vineyard. And people actually breathed good. man people were breathing good. We breathe everything good, man. Walk good, run good, breathe good, hike but good. Your grandmother. Good yeah, man, it starts from Grandy. Grandy is a, is, you know, has made you rest in peace. Miss Ivy Ralph, she's in spot, and that's wild thinking about that. Ha- knowing that you've met Grandy, got to know Grandy, and then seeing how the life lesson she taught me has manifested in the walker, mm-hmm. you know, like you've seen. The manifestation mm-hmm. of walk. Good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so my grandmother would always tell me, "Walk good." Every time I leave the house, walk good at ten. You know, take careful, be careful, walk in good stride. Take care of yourself. Be good to others. That's walk good. That's what walk good means. So, what better way to honor my Jamaican roots, my Jamaican culture, and my Jamaican grandmother? by calling my life's work Walk Good. And um yeah, that's that's where walk Good comes from. That's what Walk Good we are walk Good. Now you went you
0: went from this protest to actually taking classes.
1: Yeah, well now not taking class, not just oh, taking well, classes, yeah, he teaching, teaching classes. Actually you was teaching today. Yeah. Was you
0: teaching on Zoom earlier?
1: Yeah, I to My God, I to Mac this morning. <laughs> talk, I'm telling you, yo, yo, yo. I have a lot of friends, but like Mac is like my my brother. He's like my big brother and someone who I could talk. I have a lot of like close friends, right? But that is someone who is like a real important person in my life. Hmm. You know, like. He and I have gotten close throughout the years because we've known each other for the last 11 years now. Um, And to go from like seeing him on TV and then building our own relationship and, you know, getting to know his wife and his daughter and having our own relationship, it's just beautiful to see our our relationship grow. And I'm so happy that I can like really call on him Mm -hmm. whenever I need something. Uh, or when I just need advice, I need somebody to talk to. Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was telling I was telling Mac I was like, "Yo, I need uh, I need to I need to teach some folks some yoga." <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> was so, down and he was down and he was like, "Yo, yeah." And so I taught him and his wife and his baby was right there, Tristan, baby Tristan. And so that was like my practice flow before I taught class this morning out mm. here in the park. And, uh, yo, man, yoga's really changed my life. I'm so glad my cousin really introduced me to this practice. I mean, I was taking classes from other people as well. Um, but yoga really was helping me heal through, like, some dark times in my life, you know. Like, it was really helping me, like, grieve and mourn the loss of the people. Who I'm, like, you know, from losing my grandmother to losing Lyric, my best friend. Yoga was, like, this release that I didn't know was helping me release a lot of that toxic energy mm-hmm. in my spirit um, and at that time when I was first doing yoga like years ago, like five years ago, like four or five years ago no three, four years ago, I didn't know what yoga was doing for my body mm. but now I'm intentionally doing yoga and I'm just seeing a drastic, a drastic change, change in like how I, how I think mm-hmm. you know how I move, you know how I operate you know I just feel like I've been living more in abundance. Um, and just living more harmoniously You so know and when, and when you hear people talk about like yoga And how it's changed people's life You know When you haven't done the healing work Within yourself Of course it's gonna sound crazy mm. Of course it's gonna sound weird Cause you ain't know, never heard no shit like that Right, right. But, Cause like You know I remember seeing like Russell Simmons doing yoga I was like Yo, What type of nut shit is this nigga on <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> You know right, right. But You know Gosh. he He really fucked up Like what what yoga is for a lot of people because of the bullshit that he was doing and he was doing behind closed doors, right? That was all a facade, mm. you know? But I wanna come into this space to really affect lives, you know? Mm. I wanna make yoga, I wanna make healing cool, I wanna make it accessible. I want black people to have the resources and the tools to be able to heal and know that they can start their journey too. You That's know. so
0: dope that like you, so why did you say Russell?
1: Cause Russell Simmons was the first nigga I ever saw do yoga. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. But but you said
0: I, I wouldn't go as far as saying he messed it up. Cause I ain't gonna lie, he had so when I came to this town, I didn't know really I I didn't know much about yoga, but I did know a couple girls that I've met mm. always did yoga yeah, with Russell. Yeah, Russell. <laughs> yeah but see, but see, but that you was know, the thing,
1: like i'm like it's not about that right because and i think yeah women doing yoga more women that's cool right but what russell was doing that we all didn't know is like he was really taking advantage of those women like uh, you know like i'm not gonna go into his story because that's that's his shit. He going you must know the story
0: through. i don't know the story but i do know clear the record for anybody you know Listening, um That nigga
1: weak. I'll let you know that right now. You, you have a lot of people, a
0: lot of women showing up, and there needs to be a lot more men. Man, that's what I'm trying what to do, bro. To, Cause yeah, it was,
1: You were the only guy that did yoga with me this morning, which is cool. I love you. I'm glad you're doing yoga with me because you need this shit a lot. <laughs> 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 but, you know, and I love my women. I love them showing up. But I definitely want more men. To, to come out and be vulnerable, man, and be put in these vulnerable positions and just mm-hmm. find that release, you know my focus right now, my intention my inten- the intentions that I'm setting right now for my practice is to find your inner child um, you know, people know me, like, I'm a big ass kid, you know mm-hmm. I am a big ass kid and I feel like sometimes I forget that kid within me, you yeah. know, cause I be taking shit just way too seriously, but And I forget to have fun in life, you know? And I want people to remind themselves that, you know, there is fun in this life. And just don't take yourself too seriously because time's gonna go by, and you're gonna wish you would've done things in your life that you just didn't, you know? So my practice, I want to focus on finding, finding and redefining what being a child is.
0: So now that you did all this work, right? Mm. You're still an actor, you know. Yeah, still, still a director. Creative. Still a creative, mm-hmm. and a lot of creatives don't think that they can do anything but just create, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm so happy you got an outlet mm-hmm. to not just be focused on. Oh, my! I didn't get the, the audition. I, yeah, I didn't get this. I mm-hmm. didn't get that, and it's like you get so fixated on, um, con- you know, comparing your value mm-hmm. and. What can you say to somebody that is just trying to figure it out? is trying to figure out how to get the role, how to get the act. Is it really is it really that or is it really doing work on
1: yourself? Is it it's really all about r- doing work on yourself. You gotta continue to fuel yourself.
0: And you've done acting classes, and you've done a
1: lot of yeah, things. And I'm so going back. Been, I'm definitely mm-hmm. going back to acting okay. class too. I'd like to see now that I've been doing this work on myself. Mm. I feel like right now is the perfect time to go back into acting class and see how much better I've gotten as an actor. Now that I'm able to tap into my inner spirit, my soul, and really become vulnerable, you know. I think meditation helps, yoga helps. You become a better actor. It helps you become a better creative. Things just start flowing. Mm. When you get that, again, when you get that introspective thought, you know, you're able to dig deeper into your characters, you're able to dig deeper into your story, and you start to develop discipline, you know? And that's important. Well, I appreciate you, man, for having this sit down with me. Oh, man, we done already? Then yeah. we been talking for a minute.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice hour. We give it right. to him, you know? All right. All right. I, yeah. love I love you, man.
1: I love you. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of your growth. You're an amazing human being. You're an amazing dad. I want you to not give up on yourself man don't oh, give up yeah. on yourself I'm not talking about you know your career your accolades just don't give up on your spirit don't give up on your your ability to look within you know and really 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 find what you want in this life And it's not you don't have to, you don't have to figure it out right now but start searching and continue to search because it's not going to be it's not going to be a, a a short road <laughs> it's not going to be a short linear it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be all over the place
0: <laughs> like it's always been but you know but
1: I want you I want you to tap into those feelings though you know yesterday you were saying how you just like you feel numb and I'm I'm sorry for putting your business out there but I remember nah, in a conversation cool, cool, yesterday cool. like you were saying how, like, you know how everybody go high-pitched? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, really just take that time, you know, just to be quiet. I'm, I'm trying to find this time for me, just, like, to just shut the fuck up. Like, Etienne, just don't do anything, don't post anything, and just really find moments of stillness mm. so that you can come back better yeah revitalized, brighter, yeah, you know, I feel like in this day of social media, like we have so many things going on around us that we start getting into this FOmo mode, right? Mm-hmm. Like like we're missing out on life. when really, if we could just take this moment to just be still and just embrace what's happening around us rather than things happening to us, I'm telling you. You're going to have a whole new perspective on your feelings and your emotions, you know? Because mm-hmm. then you start to feel what those feelings feel like in those moments of stillness, you know? Got mm. so, yeah. yeah. Thank you, brother. Of
0: course. Love you, man. Namaste.
1: Namaste. Ashe. Sheesh.